Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Underground Sports Philadelphia, episode number 601. It's KB coming at you from Underground Studios and joining me as he does every Sunday night. The one and only host with the most, the people's champ, Mr. Patty Pitts. We're back, baby. We were under the weather on the IR this week. I don't know. We didn't get the vid. We didn't get the flu, but we had some sort of virus. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's only ones the champions get. I don't know. Um, but we were down and out. Missed everything. No wrestling. No GG. The Gillette Gazette. And I'm back. First appearance in the of underground. Of the new year. Of the new year, too. Wow. It's like a... Because we technically like recorded the New Year's episode before the new year. Technically, we did. That's kind of what sparked me. I'm like, didn't we record that? But no, yeah, it was right before. But it's just good to be, it's good to be back. And... uh you know, I just I, I'm I'm so excited for what's up this year in 2024. All right. And I know you are, too. So spend all day planning stuff like I mean, we're getting our shit together, man. It's kind of we're getting our we're getting our shit together. We're taking it. We're wrapping it all up. We're going to take it. We're just going to get it together. Put it in a backpack. We're putting it back. <laughs> take it to the shit and, and get it together. together. We're getting her shit together. I don't care if you have to sell it. You sell it at a shit store. That's dude. I like that's our that's our motto of 2024 is get our shit together. Yeah, and uh, you know who needs to get their shit together? The Philadelphia Eagles, and we'll get into all of that. We'll get into the Sixers, the Flyers, and a whole lot more. But before we get started, make sure you guys are following us at Underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Threads. We're like two followers away from 100 on threads. Let's make that happen. We're like 30 followers away from 700 on Instagram. Let's make that happen. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311 and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and threads. You can follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and threads. Uh, Pitsy, I got to say, I know it's been a while since you've been on the old thread machine. Yeah, I don't. It's 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 well improved since the last time you've used it. Okay, see, this is. I'm not bashing it. I, I'm that's not what I do. I just there's so many that I'm trying to get up on. I mean, you saw I'm still I'm learning. I'm not learning. I'm starting to post more like selfie videos on Instagram. Just tweeting more on the old tweet machine X machine. Whatever. Here's the thing. Here's it's, the thing. In the threads, learned. I just want to know what what content am I posting? Like, what is that for? Same shit, different toilet. Okay. As Twitter. Okay. Selfie videos. Uh, it, it's like Twitter when it first started, pretty much. It's positive vibes. Oh, okay. Good like intentions. That. Okay. 
There's a following and a for you tab now. There's a hashtag implementation where you can use okay. one tag to like help get it to the algorithm for whatever you're talking about. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some good stuff on Threads. Threads you yeah. get the uh, you get the you don't have to pay to be able to edit. Oh, post. good. You can edit Thank within the God. first five minutes of posting it. Um, okay, I like the time limit. I think that's fair. There's like that, that's a time limit. It's very similar to Instagram where you can post up to ten photos and videos in a carousel. Perfect. Okay. See, this is more what I would like to do because I, I, I like Instagram. And then you can take your threads and share them yeah. right to your Instagram story. Oh, all right. So, okay. Because if all this like. It's a way to it, integrate text into Instagram. Okay. See, so if all this like mental health person, relationship person, short McNugget who does that, and I like her stuff, and she's always posting her threads to her story. And at this point, I like Instagram a lot. I think it's a lot more user friendly than the others right now. And if you're just giving me a Twitter version of that, like it's all we'll say like same company, but like sub company from mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, but it, it, I, I'm I'm down to try. See, 2024 too. Try new. I mean, F1 Underground cracked the formula on uh, Threads, dude. I think they cracked the formula for a lot of other things, but yeah, mm-hmm. they're. I mean. That was a big, big ups for them. That's our that's our most followed account, I believe. That's incredible. Anything, even more than the main Twitter account. Um, second that's most wild. followed Instagram account. They hit 500 followers on Instagram this week. Uh, Good shit. They're crushing it. They're crushing it. They they put in the effort, man. They're good. Cheers to them. Um, but yeah, threads is threads is dope. We're we're working on figuring out how to make it all flow over there um but yeah follow us there and then of course subscribe to the podcast feed on apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts leave a five-star review it really does help when you guys subscribe on audio like allows us to open up new avenues to do more dope content with and for you guys helps us hit new milestones helps more people find the show uh because we don't want to be talking to just dead air and open spaces we want to be talking to the people uh so go subscribe on audio apple and spotify leave a five-star review really does help us continue to grow as we are literally as we record this a month away from celebrating six years of underground sports philadelphia (laughs) that's so wild bro nuts so wild um and of course subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia it's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week you get full video episodes of every show on our network live streams original video content we have some new video content categories that will be coming out in short form uh this year that we've been brainstorming as a company that i'm very excited about i think they're going to do very well uh, over on YouTube, and they'll obviously hit Instagram and TikTok as well, but I think for YouTube specifically, it's going to do wonders for us over there. And if you want to get in on that action, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you, you get everything. And we are currently at 714 subscribers on the channel. Good number. Let's get to 800 before the end of the month. I think that's very it's a good cool. goal. It's a good goal. I think it's very a fair goal. Uh, so go subscribe youtube.com slash at underground sports Philadelphia. And, uh, this show is presented by the city of Vineland and the city of Vineland municipal calendar. 
features city-organized, city-sponsored, and city-affiliated events that are of public interest. The calendar, which is accessible at vinelandcity.org, is a good way for residents and visitors to build awareness, remain engaged with city government, and participate in local events. You can also follow the City of Vineland on social media via their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube pages. And through these tools, you can stay connected to the community and get important announcements about programs and services offered by the city. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always a growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security Systems and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. Pitsy, the Eagles let us down once again, get absolutely shit-faced embarrassed in front of the New York, New Jersey, whatever the hell you want to call them, Tommy Cutlets, New York Giants. Uh, it's brought to you by our awesome merch partners at PHI Apparel Company where by the time you guys are listening to this through the end of monday pitsy you might even want to jump in on this uh you can use code happy new year at phiapparel.co for 25 percent off your orders 25 that's, that's a good that's a good number 25 good number it's a one quarter one fourth of the price boom gone and it's free shipping come on dude you can't beat that come on yeah. But PHI Apparel Company has the best merch in the game for you to stand out in the crowd, whether you're uh, suffering through an Eagles game, getting geared up for spring training, going to watch the Sixers and Flyers, or gearing up for the Union, and of course, tuning in to your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast, because that is where our merch exclusively lives. Go to phiapparel.co through the end of Monday, January 8th, 2024. You can use code Happy New Year for 25% off your order. And any time of the year, you can use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your merch orders. It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we're doing here at Underground Sports. I'm trying to maneuver my way, Pitsy, to make my way down to spring training in February. If you get your merch, it makes it that much more doable for your boy to be boots on the ground in Clearwater covering the fight and fills at spring training. Need it. So go to phiapparel.co, code underground, 10% off your order. Pitsy, the Eagles. I gotta I gotta pull up I gotta pull up this this post because it is truly the most damning thing I have seen in my life about the Philadelphia Eagles as a team. Um so this is breaking news as of like 15 minutes ago, apparently, according to Mike Garofolo, uh rookie Sidney Brown, who got that 99-yard interception return against the Cardinals, uh, tore his ACL today against the Giants. Fantastic. One day we will learn to ban MetLife Stadium turf. One day. One day. Yeah. Um, just the – other post I saw was from Ruben Frank. Here we go. Ready for this? This is this is history right here. You understand? Insert uncut gems, Adam Sandler. Ready? The Ooh. Philadelphia Eagles in 2023-2024 are the first team in NFL history to start 10-1 and or better and not reach... 12 wins. That's a great stat when you're heading into the playoffs, Kyle. Um, that's really not any light at, at any tunnel. That dude, 
it was a back collapse. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I've kind of been busy with my own shit show that's been going on up here. Dumpster fire, my dad, in Foxborough. But taking a look at the Eagles, like, it, it just feels like you guys can't score. And you have the weapons. Like, you can't got score, Brown. can't you stop anybody. To, to, I mean, thank God, Loki. If you lost today because DeAndre Swift uh, didn't play, I'm kind of okay with it because of the turf we just said. But, like, he can't do anything. He started the year as, like, the number one fantasy running back. Um, I I just – I see a lot – I don't want to say it, but the champ speaks truth. I'm seeing a lot of similarities to my team up here. Here's the um, thing. Here's the thing. You can before go you off, continue. Yeah. The the thing is, you had two wide receivers with over a thousand yards receiving this year. Jalen Hurts sets the franchise record for touchdowns in a season. DeAndre Swift, for the first time in his career, rushes for a thousand yards. Yeah, this team. That right there shows the talent on this team, overcompensating for how horrific, terrible. And just flat out disastrous the play calling was this year. Yeah. You had yeah. the talent mask how bad the coaching was offensively and defensively. I'm not, I haven't even touched on the defense yet. Because of the pure talent on this roster. They masked how bad the coaching was. You lose Shane Steichen, you lose Jonathan Gannon. I don't even care about Jonathan Gannon. He's a snake. I'll never wish happiness on him. You all yes. know this. He's a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> he's a he's a snake. You lose your coordinators there. Yeah. You have to have the wherewithal to hire the right people. Sean Desai was not qualified to be a defensive coordinator. Brian Johnson has clearly been over in over his head. All season long. He is clearly not cut out to be an offensive coordinator. Because when you have A.J. Brown, when you have Devontae Smith, when you have a slot receiver like Alameda Zacchaeus, when you have Julio Jones, when you have Dallas Goddard, when you have DeAndre Swift, when you have Kenny Gainwell, when you have Boston Scott, when you have the offensive line that the Eagles have, And then you add in Jalen Hurts, MVP runner-up quarterback last year. This team should not look as robotic and as clunky and as so just disoriented and most of all predictable as they did all season long. All season long. The fact that last week I was sitting on my couch calling the plays that were going to happen tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing that with an Eagles team with that much talent. I'm sorry. This team was a James Bradbury hold away from winning the Super Bowl last year. Hold. Air quotes for the people listening. Quick. They were that close to winning the Super Bowl last year with pretty much the same roster back with a few upgraded positions like Julio Jones, like Olamide Zacchaeus, like DeAndre Swift. Yeah, no, it's 
my, it is mind-boggling how how mighty they've fallen. It's when you have a predictable offense, you you get into sort of quicksand in the NFL, especially nowadays. I mean, you you look at the teams like the Dolphins and how creative they're play calling is like, oddly enough the, the one team the eagles beat by double digits this season which yeah nonsense i that's like absolute nonsense but even like the texans dude like it's the young new blood in there that switches things up they do things differently i mean even a team like the chiefs who have just been around they've adapted they're doing new things on offense different plays and whatnot there's just none of that with the eagles that Get you know that maximize don't throw the ball in the middle of the field. No, and you have two guys that could really do some damage. In the arguably, we have four guys that could between Dallas Goddard at the tight end position, who should primarily be catching the ball in the middle of the field. AJ Brown, when he runs a slant route, nobody's stopping that. Um, Devonta Smith, Devonta Smith is not afraid to go over the middle and catch pass and use his speed to his advantage. And Julio Jones. Julio Jones kind of made a career on it. Just saying. I I don't. But let's just throw the ball deep down the sidelines and hope for the best. Yeah, it's very college football. Uh, it's very, football. I'm 14 years old and I'm trying to just be a gunslinger in Madden 2013. That is very nine-year-old Pitts. Game That's how Brian Johnson calls an offense. It's like That's he's got awesome. an Xbox controller in his hand and he's just mashing X the entire game and calling Hail Marys. He's he's not even using uh, Ask Madden as a feature. Brian Johnson no, needs to yeah. ask Madden to be a good, competent coordinator. <laughs> throw, throw in a halfback slam or like a PA crossers. I think this is what like, you should call right here. Maybe like a middle low, middle high you low. You better go for this one. I miss when they used to have the commentary when like I little things like that. I miss in video games. Brian Johnson's just going to five wide receiver set Hail Mary every fucking play. No, he definitely needs Or he's going for behind the line of scrimmage screen pass on third and a million. Yeah, you know what teams do plays like that? Bad teams. A tomato potato. I mean, it's just not Panthers. It's just teams that you look lost on offense and you can give the excuse to the Panthers. You can give the excuse to the Patriots for having such a bad offense. You can't give it to the Eagles here. And when you're heading into the playoffs, going and uh, no, you'd be hosting Tampa. No, no, their division. They won the division. So you have to go to Tampa. See, that's and that's why you don't fuck yourself. Yep. How you did. That's why you don't. Because now instead of having a home playoff game. In front of your, in front of the, uh, in the link, whatever, and now you have to go to Tampa and play Baker Mayfield in the Bucks. Who, if you ask me, I want Baker Mayfield as pay, as the Patriots quarterback next year. And if you think I'm crazy, you have been watching. The dude led the Bucks to a playoff, and look at what he's got for weapons. I would say the Eagles have better wide receivers than the Bucks. All in all. Mm. All all, pre- all. They're pretty even. They're as close to even as any team comparison. Mike Evans and, and AJ Brown are even. Even. I think Devontae and Chris Godwin. Yeah, but Devontae's going up and Godwin's going down. I just I don't think, think that Baker throws to Chris Godwin enough, but that's just me. It's 
Yeah, I think the one advantage the Eagles have receiving weapon wise is they have a better tight end. Thousand percent. Not that the oh, yeah. Bucks have a bad tight end, but Dallas Goddard's like a no, top five power. tight end. Yeah, star power. That's it. I, I, it's dude, bad. I would be worried if I were an Eagles fan. Oh, I'm, about... I'm, ter- I'm fully convinced that this team is one and done. I'm terrified. I'm fully convinced this team is one and done. This is the playoff matchups, everybody. Oh, God. The 49ers have the bye week. Uh, then we have the two versus the seven because congratulations to the Philadelphia Eagles leading the division the whole way. And then you fuck yourself as Pitt said, and you choke it away and you hand over the division to the fucking Cowboys and you let that stupid ass fucking NFC East trend continue where the same team can't win the division back to back years since 2003, 2004 curse. It happened again. The Eagles won the division last year. New division winner this year. Crazy the Cowboys are the division winner. Like, and, then, and to be honest, I, I know it's a Philly podcast, but, like, dude, Cowboys are playing pretty hot right now. I, ho- I hope sorry. Jordan Love like, eviscerates them. Eviscerates them. You know what? Yeah. I, yeah for Go, Pack, go. Shout out to DJ. You know what? For I would love, if it was any other team, not the Cowboys, I would be against Jordan Love and the Packers because sure. I want them. I want that demise to happen. But how funny would it be if Jordan Love just? I want to tweet the Cowboys off. fan Cowboys. meme of left too much time on the clock. No, that would be bro. If Jordan Love beats the Cowboys, you have to really have a conversation with yourself. If you're Jerry Jones, can't wait. I need, like that I would it. be. I think that's the only upside to the cup Cowboys, or if you're a Philly fan, the Cowboys winning the division is that they had to play the Packers and had to run into a Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur, who shout out Matt LaFleur for actually getting to the playoffs again after Rodgers leaves Jordan Love situation. Like I'll give you credit there, man, but I kind of, I, yeah, you, you've convinced me. You've convinced Cowboys me. Packers, the two versus the seven Detroit versus LA. As the three versus the six. Let's go, baby. And then it's the four seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the five seed Philadelphia Eagles. Four and five? A month ago, the Eagles were the one seed in the NFC. Let that sink in, everybody. A month ago, the Jaguars were in the playoffs. Let that sink in. Anything can fucking happen in the NFL, man. (laughs) You fell from the one seed to the five seed. Have some shame. Shame, shame, shame. The shame AFC playoff you. picture. The Ravens have the bye week. And then it's the two-seed Miami Dolphins hosting the seven-seed Pittsburgh Steelers. The three-seed Kansas City Chiefs hosting the six-seed Buffalo Bills. And the four-seed Houston Texans hosting the five-seed Cleveland Browns. Yeah, okay, that... The fact that the Texans, um, Browns, and Lions are all in the playoffs in the same year is ridiculous. Dude, someone said, I think I got this sent to me by my my buddy in Maine. <clears throat> but we need to have that, like, Guardians-Cubs World Series with the Browns and Lions. Like, if, if there was a year for that to happen, in the year of mediocrity in the NFL, you're going to sit here and tell me you wouldn't want the most mediocre of – franchises playing in the Super Bowl, the Lions and the Browns. We are, we are I, so destined to I have a it. repeat image of the 2017 conference championships where it was Case Keenum, 
Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, Tom Brady. We're going to have something like Jordan Love, uh, Joe Flacco, uh, Mason Rudolph, <laughs> and then like oh. fucking Jared Goff? Oh. Jared Goff or something. Dude, if there was a year for the Motor City Kitties to win the Super Bowl, I'd have to fly to Detroit, right? Like, that would have to be. I I don't know. I'm sorry. I just... This is not the... I can't believe we're the five... Keep going. I can't yeah, believe a, this team choked so hard to be the fives. You're a wild card team. You fin- You started 10-1. and one. Also, got to put this out here. Got to put this out here. Anybody notice? Anybody notice this? Eagles were ten and one with Big Dom on the sideline. Kyle, I, I'm sorry. I only got my SmackDown hat here. I, I can go upstairs and get some tin foil, aluminum foil, if you want. But ten and one with Big Dom on the sideline. One and one and four with you Big make, Dom off the sideline. You make some valid points it's it's vibes you can't fuck up the vibes oh the nfl fucked up the vibes dude that's the one thing you can't do they they fucked up the vibes because they knew they couldn't ban the tush push so they said we're gonna yank the guy who's bringing the juice (laughs) and the eagles win one game down the stretch You couldn't ban the tush push, so fucking get So we're gonna take the Paisan off the sideline. Who's been there all year when the Eagles have been ten and one? Magically beat the Chiefs, magically beat the Bills. Dude, dude, dots dot dots are connecting. I'm sorry. They like you're making a lot of sense. No big Tom, we blow twenty one to six lead to the Cardinals. See, like that's all right, like no big Dom today happens. Lose twenty-seven no to ten to the Giants. That was fucking terrible. When you have Dickie Pitts telling you that the Eagles are getting their ass kicked, like that's when I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, man. I dude, you're you're ten making and one a with Big Dom on the sideline though. Ten and one with Big Dom, but Pitts. You know what? Is you know what? You know what's gonna be hilarious. You know what's gonna be uh, brace right. Everybody, everybody put your oh, seatbelts right, on. It. Okay. <laughs> You know who's allowed back on the sideline in the playoffs? Is it Tom? Big Tom's back on the sideline in the playoffs. Oh, so geez, big, next it. week, when we're sitting here next week, and if the Eagles beat the Buccaneers, the math is really mathing. Yeah, see, that's that one. We got to just point. We're going to put a bookmark right in, in that one. Put a little page, a little page turn corner right there. For a bookmark because um just a reminder we need a re- yeah like 10 and dude, one with big dom one I win without him on the sidelines and he's back for the playoffs and you beat baker mayfield the goat of mediocrity yes i think it's it's a get his lick back game for jalen hurts too his first playoff game of his career was against tampa bay in tampa Oh, really? I didn't know that. 2021. That was he and Nick Sirianni's first playoff game. We lost to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Well, yeah, 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 that was. I do remember that game, actually, now that you remember it. Now that you say it. 
That's, I mean, if there was a... I'm I just saying, if we beat the Buccaneers, not saying we will, but if we do... No, you're you're just throwing... The math scenarios. do be mathing. <laughs> it's mathing. It's mathing pretty hard if if that's the case, because I didn't... I totally do not know that Big Dom was back in the silence playoffs. I thought he was banned for, for good. Banned for the rest of the regular season after that. Which was complete bullshit to begin with. Oh, don't, dude, that was ridiculous. I, I don't know why he had to ban the man for the entire season. Didn't see what, that Seahawks player that shoved AJ Brown that wasn't part of the game get suspended. We 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 I didn't hoisted see any him up. We hoisted him up on a, a throne, and it was like, oh, it's so funny. Practice squad player, and he wore a jersey the next day in practice because they thought he was a quality control coach. <laughs> so funny. He didn't get in trouble. No. No. We it's... saw 49ers and Seahawks coaches on the field when they were fighting each other. On the field. They nothing happened to them. Ain't nothing happened to them. You yeah, I just the head of security defending his guys. Yeah, where the hell did And he gets want... punched in the face by a player. And that player only gets fined 10k. Yeah, imagine doing your job and then being told. Imagine, imagine doing your job well. Now you, I mean, ten and one. That's ten and one. Good. It's pretty good. Ten and one. <laughs> ten and one. Seriously, if the if the that's Eagles a plus nine in the win loss differential. That's a big plus. Like if they win next week with Big Dom back, I really think we need to start. We're gonna start a dialogue. Oh, we're going to start more than a dialogue, pal. <laughs> we're going to start more than a dialogue. Because that's some math and that adds up pretty well. And only us came up with it because I don't hear anyone else talk about I'm Granted, I'm in Massachusetts, but, like, I'm kind of tapped into the Philly social whatever. Like, I'm tapped in at Philly, Detroit. That's what the champ is. And I haven't heard anyone talking about I'm just saying. Up. I'm just saying. If the Eagles end up winning wild card weekend, or should I say super wild card weekend, I mean, With Big Dom wait, back on the sideline. Wait, wait, timeout, timeout. Who has the Nickelodeon game? Not the Eagles. The Eagles are allegedly the Monday night game, which is just okay. Even more hilarious because we get the extra day of rest now. But if we win, we play on a short week the next round of the playoffs. Gotta fucking love it. Well, that the math be mathing. That's I'm just. So who would be the Nickelodeon game? It has to be Browns-Texans. That is Norm the most Nickelodeon a, game. That's a CBS game. Yep, makes sense. Ole Miss and company. Um, which is going to probably be on Sunday because the Saturday games are Peacock and NBC. I think... Okay. Yeah, Sunday would make... But still, I feel... So... I wonder if, wait, so the Browns-Texans, that's the only logical game to put for the Nickelodeon game. It would be hilarious if it's Bills-Chiefs. It would be, but they won't. I, I would love it, but. True. Well, no, it makes more sense. No, they can't. If it was a Disney game, it would, because you'd have Kermit. <laughs> The Muppets go to the NFL playoffs, presented by it's Disney. It's time to start the music. It's time to light the lights. 
for the Muppet Show tonight. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> we need a Muppets NFL broadcast. I mean, if you're gonna bring the Muppets, I don't Dude, think Taylor Swift we... ever. I don't think Taylor Swift's ever done a duet with the Muppets. We need Monday Night Football because <clears throat> it's on ABC and ESPN. MNF Muppet Monday... Night Football. Oh, I was gonna say Muppet Muppet no... <laughs> Monday Night Muppets. Muppet Night Football, MNF. You don't have to change the acronym. It's already there. We're just it's there. Really it's just taking you right off that ledge to just jump and do it. Like, that's what we're here for. That'd be so funny if the Muppets. I mean, if we're in Nickelodeon at this point, I'm, I, you need, we need more of that. Who is? So, when do the, when, what are the, uh, what are the games? What would be then? What are the Sunday I'm games? Let's see if I can find them. Give me one second. Yeah, because it's. But yeah, we, we need Muppet Night Football, first of all. Muppet Secondly, Night Football needs to happen. I don't know if they put the schedule out uh, for who is playing when outside of the Monday night game, being the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Trying to see if anyone. Has tweeted it. I don't see anything yet. But I'm sure it'll be out there. Uh, it'll be out there. It, we're we're gonna manifest the Browns Texans be the Nickelodeon game because that is the be great. Game. And then Joe Flacco wins the MVP. Yeah, I it just dude. I love Flacco. Now that, yeah, I, I think he's reached that point where you're done trying to be on, like, a side of if you're, you are. I've always loved Flacco because he's from South Jersey. Well, yeah, I loved him when he was on Delaware, like, when he first was on Delaware and got drafted. But then he went to the Ravens, and obviously Patriots fan hate the Ravens. But now that he is kind of at the, you know, the end of his career, you appreciate him. Like, that dude has an absolute canon that I think is going to be very underappreciated uh, until we like bring it like that man could just yeet the ball downfield and he was hitting guys like you know Torrey Smith Steve Smith all the time dude Joe it's Flacco just... was practicing against Ed Reed and Ray Lewis yeah that's <laughs> let that sink in dude if you're practicing against those guys you're gonna be pretty fucking good and he's right? still playing he's dude he's still doing it I, I mean, saw a tweet last legitimately... week when they played the Jets. It said, this man practiced against Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, and you thought he was going to be afraid of some dude named Sauce? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's fucking comedy. It's true. I mean, so you think true. Sauce Gardner is anything? No. Those are two of the scariest motherfuckers who have ever, ever laced lived. up cleats in the NFL. And you think Sauce Gardner... This new this new kid on the block is gonna come out and scare, scare Joe, Joe Flacco. Flacco. This dude played when it was like the hard hitting NFL, not the soft ass league that we're in now. The uh, so yeah, the playoffs are set. Um, Eagles Bucks. I think it's gonna be a disaster, full heartedly, because you can't fix what has been going on with this Eagles team. Since Big Dom left the sideline, and even before Big Dom left the sideline, it was still a slog of a season. It was tough. It was tough. I'm just fully ready for football season to be over. 
Mm-hmm. Because there's too many hit pieces running around the Philly media. There's too strumming up of Philly media, Philly fans. I'm sick and tired of it. It, it makes my brain want to absolutely just melt. And I'm truly... It's it's a sad state of affairs when I'm hinging my mental health to Dude, that's a dangerous the game. basketball and the hockey team in this city. But that's the thing now that it, it feels like in Philly sports, uh, I would say a majority of the teams have positive vibes coming from them, or you know, they're at least except going the Eagles, towards something, which is weird. Except the Eagles. It's the team because they're on. That's the most pressure that they have right now. Like they have to go back to the Super Bowl and reclaim what should have been theirs. And you have the Phillies. Like, yeah, you know, you lost the playoffs. You've had your failures, but vibes you're still on the still right there. path to go. The vibes are there, and there's no reason that you wouldn't be back to where you are. You ended the season on not the best note, but a positive one to say the least. The Flyers are outplaying their expectations, and the Sixers. I would say, like. And I mean this like, in a I good mean, January's way. January's been tough. It's but... no, it's it's fine. Like the Sixers, mm-hmm. it's fine. Like it's not. You're not in a bad place. You're not in a wicked good place either. You're just fine. And We're in, in a January, spot. it's okay to be fine in January if you're in the NBA. Yeah, um, I am just at a point where mentally I'm exhausted with football, and you guys all know. Like, I I cover football from. It, it all starts with the draft in April. Then I get a little break because you guys know I think preseason and covering mini camp and OTAs is a joke. There's no need for it. Um, as from from our end, at least, like it, you it, go to just like we don't need to and, do it. No, you like, don't need to do OTAs it and mini camp. There's there's we're, nothing we're not there to dissect yet. there, especially when we're in the middle of baseball season and NBA playoffs at that point. Uh, then. Training camp rolls around. You kind of pay attention a little bit. But, again, I don't need to be paying attention to practices. And then I have violent football startup, and I'm calling games every week. So I have high school football. We have a high school football show, which is wildly successful, and I love doing it. It's one of my favorite things to do for this company. Uh, And then we have preseason Eagles football. Then we have a full NFL season. I have fantasy football. Uh, and then have an entire high school football season, an entire NFL football season. And by the time January rolls around, whether the Eagles are good or not, I'm drained from football. Like, I am exhausted at this point with how this season has gone. And I genuinely cannot wait to just take a deep breath and not worry about football for a couple weeks and just relax and chill it's gonna be so nice it's going to be fantastic um the only thing and i need everyone to stop tweeting about this shit and putting it out there in the ether the only thing that's making me sad about this eagles season and what could potentially come to an end next week is the possible end of jason kelsey brandon graham and fletcher cox's careers yeah that that's not that's not something you an Eagles fan should look forward to. And I've refused and to try to even think about it. I it I mean, I wouldn't think about it if I'm an Eagles fan. Nothing. I'm not about thinking it. about that. Especially with everything going on. That just adds to the anxiety. Yeah, no. So people gotta stop tweeting about that shit. First off. 
Um, but Pitsy, before we push to the other sports, uh, let's get to your power rankings. Brought to you by our pals over at W Energy. Uh, they are the cleanest energy in the game. It's delicious flavors, awesome merchandise. Uh, it's your taste buds' favorite energy drink. They have a brand new app as well, a brand new redesigned website. And Pitts, I love this. Their starter sampler packs now include three flavors of the energy supplement. And then they have two of the hydro sticks that Ooh. are out there ready to compete with another brand uh, in terms of hydro hydration. So you get the five sample flavors and a shaker for eighteen forty nine. That's a that's a steal, dude. That's a steal and a that's half. That's a steal. Um, they have the hydration stick bag, which has assorted flavors. It's twenty caffeine free stick packs for thirty bucks. That's pretty reasonable. It's a good deal. It's a good that's deal. A good deal. That's a good deal. Um, they have awesome merchandise. Great shakers available um, that are all made in the U.S. of A. and you can go and get yours when you go to w.gg and use code underground for 10% off your order, whether it's on their website or in the app. And they have app exclusive merchandise as well. Go to w.gg or download the Bring W anything. app. Get all get all energized up. It's clean energy. There's no jitters, no crash, and delicious, delicious flavors. It's w.gg. And use code UNDERGROUND for 10% off your order, Pitsy. I am going to give you the floor we go. in just a moment. And we are going to give you a bit of a reprieve so your music hits. And it is going to be your power rankings for the final regular season week of 2023. Final regular season power rankings. It's power rankings. Starting off number 10, the Titans. They played spoiler today. That's hilarious. All right, Jaguars aren't going to the playoffs because of the Titans. Mike Vrabel, oh, great job out of you. And then going into number nine is kind of from the same game. The WWE on Fox Twitter or in the CBS Twitter as well. Uh, their Twitter games on that game uh, saying that the end of the Jaguars game is going to be elite, throwing shade at AEW, the company, and then WWE Fox quote-tweeting playoff ticket tweets from the Jaguars with the Kurt Angle meme going around. I mean, that deserves a spot in the champs power rankings. Number eight, the Militia, my fake Patriots team, because guess what? My Patriots team beat the Jets this week, and you can see them in the playoffs where you won't see the Patriots. Twitch.tv backslash Sports Network. Wednesday, 5.30. A little shameless plug there. Number seven, medicine. I've been sick all week. Terrible. All right, but medicine revived me back to health, and I, if we didn't have it, I'd still be on the couch. Number six, Antonio Pierce. I think this man deserves a fair shot at the head coaching gig. I mean, they beat the Broncos today. They're making Aiden McConnell, or O'Connell, excuse me, look like a comparable, comparable quarterback in this league. I'm in. Um, number five, the Saints, just so just because they gave us an Arthur Smith just freak out to end the game <laughs> and potentially the freak out to end his stint as a Falcons coach. We love I saw that. I saw that freak out and I was like, Arthur Smith is just yelling yelling at Dennis Allen saying, You're gonna make me go back to FedEx! You're you're making me go back to FedEx. 
Oh, maybe you can ship yourself. Put a stamp on your ass on the way out. Number four, the Texans. CJ Stroud, dude. I mean, that whole team deserves a round of applause for making the playoffs and only that, but winning the division, just awesome. You love feel-good stories like that. Number three, Baker Mayfield. Because Baker Mayfield led his team to the playoffs, and he's playing the Eagles. And he might beat the Eagles. And I'm getting laughed at by my family and friends that I want him as the Patriots quarterback. No, no. Champ's not having it. Number two, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Uh, and the fact that he led his Steelers team, led by three different quarterbacks and an OC firing, still found a way to 10-6 and six, and in the playoffs. I mean, that's just incredible. And then number one, it's obvious, Kyle. It's my Motor City Kitties. Look at this. Look at this. Lions, baby. My Motor City Kitties. Number one, they got the win this week against the Vikings. They're the NFC North champions for the first time ever, technically. Uh, it just... I love I love the Lions, and I love Dan Campbell, and I, I want them to at least go to the Super Bowl so that I could potentially go to a city that I have loved for so long. Run it back for the people. Give us the list. All right, let's get the list back. We got number 10, the Titans. Number 9, the WWE on Fox and CBS Twitter accounts. Number 8, the Militia, my my fake Patriots team. Uh, Number 7, Medicine. Medicine. Number 6, Antonio Pierce, interim head coach of the Raiders. Number 5, the Saints. Number 4, the Texans. Number 3, Baker Mayfield. Number two, Mike Tomlin, and number one, my Motor City Kitties. And those are Pitsy's Power Rankings for the final week of the NFL regular season, brought to you by Dubby Energy. 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 Go. Let's move to let's move to let's move to the ice. The hockey rink. It's brought to you by our pals over at FOCO Forever Collectibles. The best. The best, truly the best. Uh, as we're recording this, I believe it's National Bobblehead Day, which is Foco specialty. The bobbleheads that Foco it's has. What they're—that's incredible. It is their claim to fame, along with amazing merchandise, amazing apparel. Uh, they've gotten brand new shirts on their website right now, Pitsy, for all football teams in the NFL. That just says, "Insert team name here." Football is life. I think if if the Eagles win next week, we have to get Eagles velour tracksuits and and wear Deal. them. I, I think if they win that this next week against the B- Baker Mayfield led Bucks, Deal. I think we have to buy Eagles tracksuits and wear them Deal. until they lose. I'm in. I'm I in. I, just, I think that's the case. I think I'm in. Fully in. Look at, if you're look at in. That. I'm in. Stamp it. Uh, Foco's got the best stuff in the game from NFL to MLB to NBA to NHL to college to soccer and entertainment. I mean, I want to look at, since we're about to talk about the hockey team, I want to look and see what they got, you know, Flyers collectible-wise. They got gritty bobbleheads. Dude, that's adorable. Amazing. That are on sale right now that are Foco exclusive. They've got these awesome barrel coaster sets. I love coaches. I'm sure they have for every team. They've got the friendship bracelets ready to rock and roll. They've got the the floral straw hats that you saw the Phillies wearing a couple years ago as their home run hat. They got it in flyers. They've got awesome stuff. They've, they've got ugly sweater pajamas. 
they they've got ladies purses they they've got truly oh, the coolest like, stuff they, they got legit everything if you got purses you're catering to everybody the giant like reversible hoodies like the giant blanket hoodies they've got those yo yo they, they got flyers like floral button-up shirts dude florals never out of season florals never out of season. never out of season they got the floral swim trunks too, flyers, backpacks. They got it all. And for your team across the board, click the link in the description. Gear up with your favorite team. Support Foco. They are truly one of the coolest brands that we have the opportunity to work with. And they support us. They support me as well, just on a personal brand level. So go support Foco and click that link in the description and get your forever collectibles today. Pitsy the Flyers, speaking killing of, it. are killing it. Uh, finally snap the winless streak as they beat the Calgary Flames on Saturday on Ed Snyder Day, uh, which was great. Love it. We I don't know if you too. saw this, Pitsy, though. Did you see the video of Travis Konechny calling uh, old buddy from the Flames a pussy? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, we love a good pussy bomb. Oh, I love when that gets dropped on the ice. It was amazing and tk is like the one guy on the flyers that can get away with doing it and it's like yep he's the guy he's that guy he's, he's that, that guy. guy pal i mean he just got named to the all-star game like we said he would tk all-star that's all-star chirps right there here's a great fun fact about the flyers this year pits they lead guys. they lead the nhl in shorthanded goals this year they have 10 shorthanded goals that's a gritty team. <laughs> Travis Konechny has half of those Ooh. shorthanded goals. He, he leads the NHL in shorthanded that's goals five. He's a dog. That's, that's um, pretty good. Five shorthanded goals is pretty good. The fact that they're calling the Flyers penalty kill, the power kill, is awesome. Dude, these are the headlines that... I think, I think we need think to make power bad. kill shirts. Dude, that power kill shirt seems fish in a barrel. I power kills, I it's badass. Dude, you get gritty on the front of it, like batching a stick. Oh, come on, pulling like an electric switch. Oh, see, that's better. See, there you go. This is why you have two minds. The power kill is the power kill. one of the you coolest just... things ever. That's a sick name for a uh, PK line. For a penalty power. kill is just called the power kill because you're scoring all the time is fucking yeah. awesome. They That's beat the Flames perfect. three to two, thanks to a shorthanded goal by Travis Konechny to be the game winner. Um, snap the losing streak. They've been getting points outside of the game against the Oilers uh, and on New Year's Eve losing four three to the Flames, but like they've been going to overtime, forcing shootouts, and at least collecting a point in a lot of their games, which has been huge. But they finally get the win, get the full two points against Calgary. Uh, they're in third place in the Metropolitan, just behind the Rangers and the Hurricanes. They have 46 points tied with the Islanders. Good. Still have a positive goal differential on the season, even though they're 4-3-3 three, and three in their last 10. They're playing good hockey, man. It's fun to be – it's fun to watch the Flyers again. It, it, oh, it's the one team in I Philly. Know, I, I know I, Matt is, like, not in at all. <laughs> like – the Flyers are so dead to him that, like, I can't even, like, bring up the Flyers on our Wednesday yeah, show. Yeah, why? Is it, is it, like... Too they, much they, emotional they... trauma, I think, from the last oh. decade of 
just not doing anything that he has lost all faith and trust in the organization. But that's that's I that's a sad I, that's a sad. I, I'm having fun watching the Flyers. I'm actively turning Flyers games on my television at night now. But see, at this point, that's what the Flyers need to be. They don't need to be a team that's trying to win the cup right now. They just need a team that needs to be fun to get the fan to turn it on. Because when was the last time before this season you turn on the Flyers? Oof. The bubble. And that's circumstance. I'm I'm an, I'm going circumstance, not because you wanted to. Like that's what the I bubble mean. because it's... they were the one seed in the bubble. Because they won the round robin tournament of the top four teams and somehow got the one seed. Yeah, talk about like, oh, cool. Mouse. That's that's ridiculous. But like that's that's what you need right now for the Flyers to just be a fun team to get the fan base back because you've pretty much cut all ties with them with what you have and haven't done more what you haven't done over the past decade it just seems like they're a fun team now from like i mean i i watch them occasionally when you know i need something to throw on youtube tv but i mean other than that like it's just a fun vibe and everything we talk about on the show like i'm bought in to the point where i'm interested you know that takes a lot and i mean not only that like the Flyers have these prospects, too, that haven't even played for the team yet that were playing in the World Juniors this week. Cutter Gaultier, fucking animal, wins the gold medal with the U.S., won 61% of his face-offs. He's not even a center. He's a forward. Oh, that's insane. Absolute that's animal. On the power kill. Oliver Bonk played as well. He played in? Oh, Bonk a good played run. in? Had a good run, not for Team USA. I think he's with Canada. Well, still um, good. We we we're happy for our. Goes peeps. back to where he's playing in London and scores a goal in his first game back. Great yeah. for the brand. Great for the brand. Great for the brand. Um, Flyers play the Penguins on Monday at home. See, that's where I like genuinely want the Flyers to win because there's there's yes, I don't like the Flyers, but I hate. You, the you're going to want the Flyers to win their next two games because they play the Penguins and then they play the Canadians. Yeah, I, I hate the Habs too. That's that's my Boston through and through. I hate the Habs yeah, with all my might. I was gonna say, I I don't like. So I'm the I'm Penguins in on the are fly. to the Flyers what the yeah. Canadians are to the Bruins. Okay, so yeah, I'm definitely in. Then I love I love being on one side of a rivalry like that. And then they so. they go back out on the road for three games, like West Midwest play Minnesota, Winnipeg, oh, no, no. and then St. Louis, and then they come back know, home. Yeah. To play Dallas, Colorado, Ottawa, so Claude Giroux coming back home, uh, Tampa Bay for a four-game homestand, and then they go to Detroit, and then January 27th, the big one, 12.30 p.m., Flyers-Bruins at the Wells Fargo Center. Fuck Claude Giroux. <laughs> and then the Flyers are off for the all-star break, I would assume, because then their next game isn't until February 6th. Is the NHL All-Star game, are they still doing, like, skills? Like, I feel like that's the mm -hmm. most fun All-Star. I mean, one of the more fun All-Star games to watch. Or skills competitions, so. really. Like, I like how they adapted their All-Star game because it's hockey. You know what I mean? Like, yes. they, they've adapted it compared to other sports. Like, I mean, it's just more fun. I'm a, I, I like how they way more fun. 
I want to see how expensive. Damn. Where's wow. the All-Star game this year? Um, let's see. Let's look it up. It is it's in Toronto. Oh, all right. That's, That's a good city. Doozy. That's a great city, though. That's a great city to have an all-star game. Yeah. I um I mean, like, I'm thoroughly enjoying watching the Flyers play. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. For the first time, probably in company That's history, good. I'm enjoying watching Flyers hockey. That's six years. You haven't said that in six years, dude. Literally. That's crazy. Oh, and let's not forget they also have the mad lad. Matt Vaymichkov playing in the KHL right now, too. Just absolutely demolishing grown-ass men. What the fuck did you just say his name was? He's a mad lad. No, I love the mad lad. What is oh, his name? Matt Vaymichkov. Matt Vaymichkov? Yeah. That sounds like Bal Rocky Balboa's next opponent. That yeah, just, he's about to fucking slice and dice when he comes over to the Philadelphia Flyers. That that if if you tell me right now that that man isn't a big ass demon who can just bully Dude, he's, people, he's eighteen and he's bodying like thirty year olds in the KHL. We love it. We 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 love. The only reason he fell to the man. Flyers was because he had a contract in the KHL and he's not going to be able to come over until like twenty twenty six. I think we talked about this, dude. Yeah, because I remember you telling me that stud. story. All I'm right, gonna I'm look in. up his stats right now. Dude, I, I'm all in on the Mad Lad, especially when you have a nickname like the Mad Lad. I just gave him that. I don't care if you or someone in Phil, uh, Flyers. He's that dude, he was awesome. born in 2004. He's 19. Dude, that, that's disgusting. And he's that only 5'10". Is... He's 5'10". And he's laying dudes out? Oh, that's a hoss. 2023-2024. Where are the stats? I mean, to put it in perspective, last year... He was playing in Sochi in the KHL. 27 games, 9 goals, 11 assists. Wow. As a 18-year-old. Pretty damn good. That is that's he's wild. A, he's a dog. That's insane. I can't wait for him to come over. Um, but the Flyers are playing good hockey. Like I, I genuinely, because obviously I cover the Wings and have that connection there, and the Wings are owned by the same ownership group. I want to see if I can, like, talk to somebody and be like, hey, can we get, like, some of these dudes on pod? Yeah, not the Because, like, they're, dude. like, good vibes, and I feel like they'd be a fun hang to, like, talk to and just, like, conversate with. Dude, I just want to bro up. I don't – I'm not trying to ask the hard-hitting questions. That's not our job here. Like, like I, I would love to have that. Scott Lawton on this show. I love Scott Lawton. Okay. Good He's vibes guy? Good dude. Like, veteran leader. Does not give a fuck about the NHL's rule about the LGBTQ uh, pride tape stuff and said, I'm going to use it anyway. So yeah. genuinely good human. We like good humans. And I just think he's awesome. And for his name, he wears a perfect number. Lawton, 21. Great number. Great number. He's just, he, and he's got the best, like, hockey face. Like, he makes the best faces. It. I would love to have Scott Lawton on this show. Bro, we were saying at the beginning of the or the end of the year who we want to have on. Scott Lawton, 100%. Scott Lawton, and obviously Garnet Hathaway for his Google headshot. Oh yeah, dude, that was gone. <laughs> I think we, I think we need to have him on just ask that question. Like, yes. what is going on? Where is this from? What happened? <laughs> Tell. There's a story behind this picture. 
record scratch. You're probably That's wondering how I got here. <laughs> Oh, it's common. It's unreal. But I mean, yo, shout out to the Flyers because they're they're doing the damn thing. I mean, right now they're a playoff team and have been a playoff team pretty much all season, which is crazy to think about. Um, and part of my sports mental health hinges on their success to that's a degree. What, that's life. That's life to that, a degree. That's life as us, basically. I mean, they would be they'd be the sixth seed. In the playoffs right now, if it started today, that's insane. From where in we started, East, which would mean the they would play the three seed, which would be the Florida Panthers. I don't hate that matchup. I don't want to play the Florida Panthers though. Talk about I trauma. I don't hate that matchup. Do we play? I feel like we play the the Panthers coming up. I could be yeah, wrong. yeah. Like after the All Star break, after month. the All Star break, we're in Florida. Okay. So, hey, shout out to the Fly guys doing the damn thing. Um, also doing the damn thing is the basketball team, the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. It's brought to you by our pals over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's a refreshing light beer, just four point one percent ABV, only one hundred and twenty calories and eight grams of carbs. Pitsy, you've had Kenny's. You love Dude, it. I love I love Kenny's. I'm not like I, I'm particular with my beer. I I will gladly drink a Kenny anytime it's handed to me. And I gotta look and see if I'm able to do so, but Kenwood Beer right now, Pitts, I think one of the coolest things they're doing in their store, they have Kenny gift boxes. Ooh, okay. It comes with four cans of Kenwood, a Kenwood t shirt, two Kenwood koozies two Kenny stickers, and a custom Kenwood box. All for $39.99. Oh, that's a deal, dude. That's a deal. I got to see if I'm able to ship it out of the markets that Kenwood is in because I will send you one immediately. Yeah, I need one terribly. Uh, that um, screams me all over it. Kenwood Beer has been rocking with us for years now. They are truly the best of the best. You can check out their storefront for awesome merchandise like these awesome pint glasses that we have here in the studio that are just those pint glasses absolutely magnificent they're only eight bucks uh the kenwood patch hat that i have over here is awesome fits like a glove and obviously you can use that kenny finder at kenwoodbeard.com to see who's got kenny's on tap in the philadelphia pittsburgh maryland and new jersey areas which oddly enough everybody those are all markets of teams that are in the nfl playoffs so you can enjoy an ice cold Kenny on Super Wild Card Weekend, or oh, the that? divisional round for the Ravens because they have that bye week. Um, or you can get it at your local liquor store, bring it to your playoff parties in those markets. Must be twenty one or older to do so, and of course, please drink responsibly. Pits the Sixers. Um, it's been a tough go in the month of January, which is uncharted for. The 76ers. Typically January in the history of this podcast and the history of the process, January has been like that holy shit, the Sixers are back type of month. Um, oddly enough, right now the Sixers are one and two in the month of January and two of those losses have been absolutely ugly uh, as part of a back-to-back -back against the Knicks and the Utah Jazz. 
it's been tough and Joel Embiid missed the game against the Jazz and I don't know what the deal was against the Knicks it was just ugly but it does feel like more so now and -hmm. it could just be you know reactionary to two ugly losses of 128 to 92 and 120 to 109 to the Knicks and the Jazz that the Sixers will make a trade at the deadline yeah I feel like you guys just need one one little trade to help you make like a solid playoff push. Not that and I think we talked about last episode, like the Sixers aren't in need of anything, but to make a trade would show you know legitimacy legitimate like a legitimate push. Like you're trying to make a legitimate push for a championship and I, I, after the past couple seasons have gone. It'd be nice to get past, what is it, the second round you guys have? Yeah, we have not gotten past the second round since 2001. Yeah, I think you need to make a move to get you guys past the second round. That needs to be the focus of the deadline. I was I was six years old the last time we got past the second round. That's, that's a long time. That's a long um, time. Some trade rumors have started to swirl around with the Sixers, which is pretty interesting. Um, obviously, a couple weeks ago, Matt mentioned like potentially Gordon Hayward as an option uh, for the Sixers, but Chris Haynes reported that among the many teams that are keeping tabs on this player, the Sixers are one of them for Deontay Murray. I don't hate that. I've seen his name come up in trade rumors. Like, they want to move on from him. With the Hawks I don't right think that would be a bad move for the Sixers. Adds um, depth to the guard position. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's one thing that they need, especially like if Maxi were to ever miss time or, you know, you just need that that secondary point guard that's not named Pat Bev. And not that Pat Bev has been terrible. It's no, just no, you want to no. have even more athleticism on the court. Um, because Pat Bev, for all intents and purposes, while he can score, he's a defensive type of player. You're putting him in to play defense more so than anything. Um, but the Sixers and the Lakers are a few of the teams um, – Chris Haynes said, I don't think Philly, as it pertains to the Sixers, I don't believe that Deontay Murray is their number one target, but they're keeping tabs on him, apparently. He's 27, uh, former All-Star, obviously balled out with the Spurs when he was with them, and then he gets traded to the Hawks. Um, I mean, there's other names out there, too. Kevin Herter is another name I've heard be thrown around as a a three-point threat. Um Kyle Kuzma's name was thrown around. I don't want Kyle Kuzma on the Sixers. Too old. Kyle Kuzma, in theory, is... Oh, no, Kuzma. Never mind. Sorry. No. Wrong part. You were thinking thinking Corver. Thank you. It was true to... Yeah, no. I don't want Kuzma anyways. Kyle Kuzma's a fun player, but he's he's a better theory player than he is actual player. Like, everyone thinks Kyle Kuzma's a great three-point shooter. He's not that great of a three-point shooter doesn't play defense well he's like he's a he's a glorified master of none yeah he's a glorified role player yes and i mean he's on a bad wizards team his contract is nice he's on a four-year 90 million dollar contract in the nba that's like gold Mm -hmm. because you're not paying a guy over 100 million dollars um but when you have who i think is the better kyle kuzma and kelly Oubre and you're paying him the vet minimum, why are you going to trade for a same archetype player when you have the better version already? 
Yeah, exactly. That's like saying, hey, mom, can we get Kelly Oubre? We have Kelly Oubre at home, and Kelly Oubre at home is Kyle Kuzma. But you already have Kelly Oubre at home. You actually do already have Kelly You actually already have Kelly Oubre. That's a mind pretzel. Put my mind Um, in the pretzel. So, I mean, the, the trade deadline is going to be interesting. I don't think the Sixers are also going to trade for Pascal Siakam. I don't see that fit. And I think with Nick Nurse, too, uh-huh. like, he came to the Sixers, so he didn't have to coach the guys he was already coaching in Toronto. That's why I didn't think OG Ananobi made sense for the Sixers. I mm-hmm. never thought Pascal Siakam was going to be a fit for the Sixers um, because genuinely I think Tobias Harris is a better version of Pascal Siakam. Um because Siakam's shot has never turned into what a lot of people thought it would. And I just don't think Nick Nurse wants to coach the guys he was coaching for years. No, it's a new... Like they no, did that, they won a championship, and then it flopped out. Let him kind of be his own coach and coach these players that he's coaching now. But I do think, you know, Deontay Murray's an interesting name. I don't know if he's going to be the guy there's also some other players like jonathan kaminga with the warriors is another name that's being thrown around not necessarily in sixers realm but like yeah is a guy that apparently wants out um i got a question for you because speaking of guards and warriors and trades chris paul i know he's got surgery or he's yeah but i mean i don't think he's going anywhere really yeah they want to trade someone else too who am i thinking of kaminga okay that's what okay I don't think Chris Paul's going anywhere. Um, I think the injury affected that a little bit um, in terms of being able to move him to a team that would want him. But I think like the Warriors are still trying to salvage this season, mm-hmm. and by trading your backup him. point guard like that, you're paying thirty million dollars to. That's on an expiring. I think that uh, it would be tough to kind of do that i mean if the season ended today the warriors would be in the play-in so they're technically a playoff team who's the worst team in the west uh that would be your san antonio spurs who are five and 30 oh jesus okay i did not scroll down far enough i only saw the warriors at the bottom but okay that makes sense then Uh, that's terrible jesus how the mighty as bad as the three and 32 pistons though oh oh i saw that one uh, I saw that stat. All right, right. Jesus, they I are mean, terrible. The, the Wizards are six and twenty-nine. The Hornets are eight and twenty-five. Oh, there just, are. Dude, that's that's what, gross. Four, there's four teams that don't have double-digit wins yet in the NBA, and it is twenty twenty-four. <laughs> that is a crawl to that finish line. Whoever the Trailblazers are barely finish. there at ten wins. Yeah, they they. Took a big hit once Dame left. I mean, there's nothing there. There's just no one. Dude, what do you, you make po- of what do you make of Giannis's comments? <laughs> Talking about how they need to play better, and it starts oh. starts with the equipment manager. He needs to wash our jerseys better. <laughs> yeah, like okay. <laughs> I love that comment because if you don't know Giannis, you think that's him being a dick. But Giannis is just like the most fun-loving dude, and that's him like trying to be. Unless serious. you put a ladder in front of him, then he's gonna lose his mind. Do you oh, remember yeah. that last year? No. The Bucks were playing a game in Philly, and the Sixers staff was trying to, you know, get things out of the court and everything. They had a ladder up because they were trying to like oh, disassemble the hoops. I do and remember then Giannis, this. Like yes. launched the ladder Freak and like freaked the fuck, the fuck out. out. 
Yes, I remember this. Yes, don't put a ladder in front of him. Don't, don't do it. You, but like, yeah, that, that he's such a fun-loving guy that he's trying to make a point that it starts like everyone needs to do better, and it starts not just on the court, but every like he's a team guy and is all like it's just it's a fun-loving comment, and I I love that he went that way, putting in a little humor at the end of it. Mm-hmm. To, to help like ease the tension but like yeah I, I love the comments out of him though because you that's what you need out of a locker room a, your star player that's the type of comments that a leader star needs to make and the bucks are good you know taking my bias hat off here like the bucks are a good team they have i would say the best player in the nba and they're bad on the road they're bad on the road or if they're playing the indiana pacers <laughs> They went yeah. 0 and 4 against the Pacers this year. Oh, that's oh, that's terrible. And they have like good shoot. They they have good shooters. They have the pieces. They're 25 but and 11. Have, dude, that's a good. That's solid. Like, and it seems like they all can't stay healthy at the same time. That's another issue. Sixers so. are only a game and a half behind them at 23 and 12. One back in the loss column, which is nice. Mm. Um. But, yeah, I mean, the trade deadline is going to get interesting because you look at the top eight teams in the East. Celtics are 28 and 7. Bucks are 25 and 11. Sixers are 23 and 12. Magic, Cavs, and Knicks are all 21 and 15. Pacers and Heat are 20 and 15. And then you drop below the Mendoza line with the Nets and the Bulls, who are both 16 and 21. But, I mean, the top eight are all at that least five still games a lot over 500. Of there's still a lot of season left where they can. The East go is going to be very competitive, I think, down the stretch. Finally, finally, Which we're getting fun. the East being competitive. It's been and a I mean, while. You look at the West: Timberwolves twenty-five and nine, Thunder twenty-three and eleven, Nuggets are twenty-five and twelve, Clippers are twenty-two and twelve, Kings are twenty-one and fourteen, Pelicans are twenty-two and fifteen, Mavericks are twenty-one and fifteen, Suns are nineteen and sixteen. And then the Rockets are 18 and 16. And then the Warriors are 17 and 18. Not bad. Dude, it's competitive. Imagine, it's imagine competitive. the Sixers traded for LeBron. <laughs> the Lakers stink. It no, seems like, like he wants really, out. Yeah, I I knew he wasn't going to last in LA. I like personally just... would not want LeBron on this team. Because I feel like it just nah, kind of explodes it just... the vibes. Yeah, I don't think LeBron. It's crazy I'm saying this, uh, but like I just don't think LeBron. And I love and respect LeBron so much. He is what he. Yeah, he, he is what he is. Like the he, fact the that we got idiot. to the fact that we got to exist on this earth at the same time that Tom Brady was playing football and LeBron James was playing basketball, and the, when Mike Trout and Shohei Otani are playing baseball, and Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby were playing hockey is crazy. It. it you're really, you're really blessed. It's the only it's way. Nuts. Like it's, it's absolutely nuts that we live in that time. And it's even crazier that I am saying that the potentially greatest basketball player of all time, I don't want on the Sixers because it does not make logistically, logistically does not make sense. You want to talk about somebody who's an all-time vibes guy and was born to play here. And I know we talk about this a ton, but man, as the days just continue to pass on, I fucking love Patrick Beverly. Yeah, you, you. This man crush is 
Did you see the videos of him on Friday? Like this kid came with like a custom jacket that had the Pat Bev Pod logo and some of his jerseys like airbrushed onto it and everything. Pat Bev said, I'm going to wear this next game. He did. Kid that was at an away game that did one of those trends that like he had every one of Pat Bev's jerseys and like lifted them up and Pat Bev signed all of them. Yeah. Got invited out to the game on Friday. Pat Bev gave him a Sixers jersey. She's like, that was Pat Bev. Signed all of his. Dude, this guy was so in the weeds of Pat Bev fandom that he had a Miami Heat Pat Bev jersey. Oh, that's old school. That's old school Pat Bev. That's old school Pat Bev. Like, he. You want to talk about a player who was born to play in a city? Pat Bev was born to play in Philadelphia, and it is a criminal offense. It is a shame and a travesty that he did not spend his entire career in Philadelphia. Or yeah, it's getting to the. I mean, look what he does for the. Like he's so invested already. in the community. We talked about a couple of weeks ago when he was just showing up at, at rec league courts in different like neighborhoods in yeah. Philly by himself, just playing with neighborhood kids. No giving back to the kids during the holidays this year did a whole thing with snipes no free ads but shout out to snipes it's like a sneaker store in philly brought kids out gave them a, a spending budget to to buy new shoes gave away scholarships to kids like he is so firmly entrenched in philadelphia and like he loves philly like if you listen to pat bev on his show with roan the pat bev pod shout out to the to the fam um he truly, genuinely loves Philadelphia. And it's so cool to watch a player who had never spent time here before just firmly buy into the culture, buy into the city, and just become a, a resident, if you will, of Philadelphia. It is so cool to watch. Mm, you need that. I, you I need love that. To see it. Yeah. And, like, he's joking around with Marcus Morris who likes to be called Mook. That's his nickname. And they'll be in practice or something. Nick Nur he said on this podcast, Nick Nurse will be like, anybody have any questions? And Pat Bev will be like, Marcus has a question. <laughs> Just calls him Marcus. And Marcus Morris is like, yo, don't call me. Call me Mook. Don't, don't call me that. It's He's like, like okay. when you call someone, you and then he goes, name. And then he goes, okay, Marcus. <laughs> like he's a vibes guy. Dude, that is an ultimate vibes guy. If you're just you know what I need? You know what I need? Expeditiously. Big word. I just thought of this too. And Ooh. I know you'll appreciate this. And I know it sucks that it's not the postseason. But can you imagine Pat Bev at Citizens Bank Park taking in a Phillies game? And that crowd would be so rowdy. <laughs> That crowd would be the rowdiest crowd. He'd do some like out of pocket shit too to get the crowd going. Like be amazing. Right, take his shirt off, just whipping it. Like, Dude, it's, like I need, I need Pat need Bev it. to re-sign here, and then I need Pat Bev to go to a Phillies game in the postseason. I think it's very doable. Like it'd probably be something he wants to do. Anyway, it would be unbelievably amazing. Like. I was just thinking of last postseason when we were playing the Braves and Fletcher Cox was there and, like, just sneaks into the clubhouse when we beat the Braves and is, like, dancing and dancing on my own with the Phillies team. And, like, it's just Fletcher Cox in the locker room. Like, I need that with Pat Bev, too. 
that's that shit so that's yeah i'm with you i'm with you i just i'm, I'm, I'm just getting like mental images i'm like i'm i'm speaking of my words i'm just getting mental images of like pat bev just like after they clinch the division or something and just like you pan like you see the camera and it's just like love oh, gang got, like, love gang you got bomb you got two ass Ola, you got uh real muto no 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 no, no. The, pat bev. this is what we have it's pat bev and brandon marsh barking in each other's faces that would go brazy viral like i, I would just <laughs> that would go so viral in philly and just be bookmarked all the time of just them just barking at each other i need it need I it need it. it oh need it uh, i i think we're just i need brandon marsh and pat bev to meet it's like the jimmy timmy power hour <laughs> philly I'll tell you that right now some power hour type shit <laughs> It would be incredible <laughs> vibes. Incredible vibes. Oh, God, shout out to Pat me Bev, me man. Shout out to Pat Bev. You want to talk about somebody we need on this podcast? It's Pat Bev. Pat Bev. <laughs> Him, imagine Pat Bev and I just going back and forth about just random shit. We need a collab with the Pat Bev pod with Roan. I think we do. That would be an all-time episode. That would be I love Roan. Roan is one of my favorite people on this earth. Coolest. I would love to talk about talk to Roan. Not about Philly shit, but just music and battle rap and rap and battle rapping. Have you ever I seen love- the clip of Roan in one of his battle raps in like going at a dude and naming every single team in the National League? I've seen clips of it. Yeah, I'll have to find the full video and send it. It's yeah, unreal. Roan's that guy. He's that dude. Um, that's all we got for you guys on this episode. Make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitsy on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts and at Pitsy35 on Instagram and Threads. Follow me at KBIZZL311 on the Tweet Machine and KBIZZLE11 on Instagram and Threads. Oh, speaking of Threads, Pitts, I saw this just scrolling my Threads timeline um, at the College Football National Championship. Which best of luck to DJ is his Michigan Wolverines play for a national title. Um, they're having the threads thrown at the game, and it's literally like a throne with like the threads like logo behind it. It looks so cool. I need to sit at that. I need, need to sit at need that. Throne. Need, think, need Meta to hit us up and like bring us out. We have a goal. All right, we have a goal. <laughs> so I gotta get back go. on threads. That's why I'm going to... Dude, red- you could take over wrestling threads. See, okay, what am I saying when I put, like... See, here's the thing. I'm about just words. I just need, like, I tweet. I put up it, or I instant. Like, I threaded. Like, what? Yep. Like what is, I, oh, I just threaded. Yeah, post a new thread. Post a new thread. Okay. Dude, Tomorrow, you could like, be the face of wrestling threads. I should be. I mean... You could take it over. You should... You should have... Twitter up on your computer whenever you're doing pay-per-views and stuff and you're live tweeting. Mm-hmm. Tweet from your computer. Post the same exact thing on threads from your phone. Yeah, it's, I don't know why we're not doing this already. This is Just copy-paste. I'm the master of copy-paste. And then you do hashtag wrestling threads on threads so that it hits the audience you're trying to reach. Boom. 
Yeah, I th- there's too many wrestling hashtags. My issue. It's all you got. Right? It's only one wrestling hashtag threads, on threads. That's easy. It's only one hashtag. Only on one hashtag so one hashtag per post. So just hashtag See, wrestling easy. threads, and I then like it gets embodied that. into that algorithm. Okay. It's nice. Okay, that, that, okay. Okay. It's nice. We're, we're going to get shit done. We're, we're going to. So follow Pitsy on threads. Follow me on threads. Uh, I'm at 150 followers on there, so. Not a big deal. No big deal. No big threat gang. Uh, <laughs> subscribe to the podcast feed on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcast leave a five-star rating and review really does go a long way for helping this show continue to grow helps more people find the podcast and uh, lets us do more dope stuff with and for you guys and helps us hit new milestones subscribe to the youtube channel as well youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia it's where you get full video episodes of this show twice a week with myself on both episodes, Sunday episodes, and when you get it, Mondays, it's myself and Pitts. Thursday episodes with myself and Matt. Uh, so subscribe. You get full video episodes of every show on our network. Live streams, full original video content, shorts, clips. Pitsy and I are about to film a, a new video that's going to go on our short form content. That'll be on our shorts. You don't want to miss that. With Philadelphia, we're at 714 subscribers. Let's get to 800 before the end of January. Let's make it happen. It's it's that simple. 800 subscribers before the end of January. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. And this show is presented by the city of Vineland. And whether you're a company looking to expand, relocate, or you're a new business startup, selecting the right location is critical to your success. Vineland, New Jersey offers both an affordable business location and an excellent quality of life. The city's economic development department is a one-stop source for moving your project through the development and approval process. And their goal is to make this process as smooth as possible and to provide the fastest turnaround times in the region. If you're considering potential locations for your operation, contact the Vineland Economic Development Team at 856-794-4100. That's 856-794-4100. Vineland, New Jersey, where it's always a growing season. And big thank you to Security 21 Security System and Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated for their continued support of this podcast. This has been episode number 601 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Big Dom's back on the sidelines. We'll see if that theory's correct next week. But until then, we're getting the heck up out of here. We are signing off. Peace.